Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, April 28th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Nicole Miller's installation at the Kemper Art Museum blends interviews with people of color in St. Louis, video clips, and lasers. And so you have these three parts of this installation that are all sort of translations of each other, from the sound to the video to the light. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports on a multimedia exhibition rooted in St. Louis experiences. Missouri's starting teacher pay is among the lowest in the nation. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports, a new analysis comes as the state legislature considers raising salaries. Missouri's starting teacher pay is 50th among all of the states and D.C., according to a new analysis from the National Education Association, a teachers' union. Missouri's teachers also make significantly less than neighboring states on average. Mark Jones is the communications director for the Missouri chapter of the union. He says that makes it hard to retain teachers. We can't afford to have educators lured out of state or just across the state lines because of compensation. We need to make sure we're investing the right amount of funds to retain and keep high quality teachers here. On Tuesday, Missouri Senate passed a bill that included higher pay for starting teachers. But the House version of the bill did not include that raise. Now the chambers have to find a compromise. I'm Kate Grumke. St. Louis Public Radio. That National Education Association report shows the average starting salary for teachers in Illinois is around $41,000. That's more than $10,000 less than the living wage for an adult with one child in the state's most affordable metro area. It's one of the factors leading to Illinois' teacher shortage. Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed a handful of measures designed to address the lack of educators. One allows paraprofessionals to start work at age 18 instead of 19 in grades kindergarten through 8. Springfield High School junior Eleanor Stokey knows she wants to be a teacher and says this will give her a jump start. This legislation will allow me and others to begin working side by side with experienced teachers soon after high school. This will provide us with valuable skills like learning how to keep things interesting for young students and dealing with everyday distractions. Another measure triples the time a temporary substitute can spend in the classroom. St. Louis's medical examiner says a former Missouri state representative and top aide to County Executive Sam Page died of heart disease. Michael Graham tells the Post-Dispatch that Cora Faith Walker had no illegal drugs in her system. Walker collapsed at a downtown hotel March 11th. The 37-year-old was pronounced dead at a local hospital. She had been in the city to celebrate the birthday of Mayor Tashara Jones, a close friend. St. Louis Public Radio requested documents related to Walker's death, but was told the case was not yet closed, so no final report was available. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page is pushing the council to fund upgrades to the county's job training center in Wellston. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports. The Met Center has operated in an old electric parts factory since the 1990s. Page wants to spend $5 million in federal American Rescue Plan Act funds on elevator, plumbing, and heating and cooling upgrades. He is also hoping to secure $5 million from the state to expand job training programs and wraparound services. Page says the upgrades are critical to keeping the Met Center a premier facility. With all the good going on, and there's a lot of it, We know we can do even better. There's room for growth here at the Met Center, and we're committed to making that happen. 
The county council is not expected to allocate the remaining $83 million in ARPA funding until after the end of the state legislative session in May. I'm Rachel Lipman, St. Louis Public Radio. The St. Louis County NAACP is suing Crestwood over tax breaks for redevelopment of the old Crestwood Mall site. The organization says tax increment financing is being used to place a grocery store in an area that is not classified as a food desert. The NAACP contends tax incentives should be used to address the issue. Crestwood officials say they agree that food deserts are a significant issue, but say they can't use incentives for areas outside city boundaries. The city's mayor has released a statement calling the lawsuit frivolous and a, quote, politically motivated stunt to stop the project. Officials recently broke ground on the development that will include a Deerberg's other stores and housing. A multimedia installation now on view at the Mildred Lane Kemper Art Museum offers visitors a lot to see and hear. California-based artist Nicole Miller weaves together video, sound, and laser light for the work. Much of the sound comes from interviews with St. Louisans of color. The artist asked them questions like, what does it mean to be alive? As St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin reports, the different answers are at the heart of the piece. There's a lot going on in Nicole Miller's installation at the Kemper Art Museum. It mixes video, shown on three screens, laser light on the wall behind them, and sound from 24 speakers surrounding the space. Most of that sound comes from interviews she conducted in St. Louis last year, which designer John Forrest mixed into a dense fabric of voices and music. Excited to be able to do something like that. The first time I juggled 50 throws Miller started her interviews by asking people about their experiences. But then bringing the conversation back to this idea of like what it feels like generally to be alive. Like I really wanted to see how people responded to that very, very big question. And in particular, what it feels like to have a body. So our conversation was really awesome. That's Kervin Doubted Boyd. He's co-artistic director for dance at COCA, the Center of Creative Arts. So I'm talking about Um, my time as an artist, as a performing artist, there are other folks that were talking about like, you know, Prince, you know, and, and, and their experience with listening to his work and watching him perform. When, when Prince died, it was like, if Prince can die, I can too. You know, I mean, because I kind of think at some point you don't never, you never really think about the fact that you're not going to be here. The death means that you're not going to be here. So when Prince The people in the film, which Miller shot in Las Vegas, are performers of color, most of them black. So too are her local interview partners. They include St. Louis circus performers, teenagers, some of whom talk about shootings in their neighborhoods, and poet Precious Musa. She says the piece deals with heavy topics like life and death, but also has a lot of joy. There's like a playfulness present. And I just, I love, I love that. I love watching like black people play because I don't think that's a state that we're allowed enough right it's always something (laughs) it is always something that's preventing us from that play in the film one performer dances alone in an apartment another break dances in front of a crowd outside another does flips on a trampoline Musa says several interview participants talk about how the body can be a kind of archive what history does your body hold and what histories 
does it not hold? Like, what potential does it hold? What histories have been forgotten, erased, um, manipulated? The captive body's susceptibility to being touched places this body on the side of the flesh so that touching here is not a token of social cohesion. It takes 45 minutes for viewers to see and hear the whole piece, which starts again at the top of every hour. Sometimes the connection between the bits of video, sound, and lasers is readily apparent. Sometimes it's not. But Miller says the elements are all part of the same conversation. And so you have these three parts of this installation that are all sort of translations of each other, from the sound to the video to the light. There's this sort of like bouncing around of everything in the space. Museum visitors will have the chance to interact with that sound, video, and laser light until the end of July. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.